welcome to an all-new edition of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken. If I sound a little different, it's uh, it's true. I don't know what's really going on. I, I thought I had some allergies uh, coming back from the uh, Toronto Spring Expo, but maybe it's turned into something worse. I, I think it might just be uh, uh, the cold or, or uh, you know, maybe the flu. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm not feeling the greatest uh, that I have been in, in, a, in a little while, but I am here, I am ready to do this show, and it's a great show this week because it is all about the Toronto Spring Expo, a little recap of what went down, and it's mainly just all these great interviews that I got uh, in Toronto. I just want to start out by saying that I met some great people out there, it was a lot of fun, it was super busy which was something that I wasn't expecting, but I did have a blast, and I met some great people. I met some fans out there, uh, so special thanks to the few of you that came to the Beckett booth and stopped by and said, hey, I really do appreciate that. It it really made me feel like uh, we have an audience. (laughs) Uh, I do see uh, the the stats every week on on who checks the show out, and it's great. I I love each and every one of you, but uh, it's a lot of fun to talk to the people who actually actually listen and uh and 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 love what you do week in week out so special shout out to you guys for for stopping by in toronto and saying hey if you do see me at at an upcoming show stop by the booth come come say hey i mean we'll have a little conversation about you know sports cards about i mean anything you know uh it's a lot of fun to meet the people who listen to your uh to your show so yeah uh Thanks, guys, for for checking us out. But uh, let's let's get started because I really can't talk that well today. But let's get started. I want to bring on. We have we have a, a four interviews to get to, and really all of them were exceptional. Uh, met some fantastic uh, guests, including Ferguson Jenkins, Hall of Famer, uh, Burt Campanaris, Raleigh Fingers. Those guys were awesome. Uh, also talked to Upper Deck uh, Diane Hatley. Uh, she's the lead account executive for the hobby sales side at Upper Deck. She she was really awesome. Uh, Andrew Goldfarb of AJ Sports World talked to him for a couple minutes, uh, real quick uh, at the beginning of the I think it was Sunday uh, Sunday's show. And then I had Al Sinclair, the man behind the Toronto Expo, on to talk about you know what what was going on throughout the weekend as well as the future because next uh, or actually this upcoming fall will. Will be the special 25th anniversary of the Toronto Expo. So there's going to be a lot of big things planned. I mean, also Connor McDavid's going to be in the league. Uh, Upper Deck Young Guns is going to be released a little uh, a, a little before that expo. So it's going to be crazy with a lot of cool stuff. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. But let's get it started with Mr. Fergie Jenkins of the Ferguson Jenkins Foundation. Obviously, uh, everyone knows about his playing career uh, and, and his sport career, but he also does a great thing with his foundation and he brought a a, a great panel of autograph guests to the uh, Toronto Spring Expo so uh, yeah take it away Fergie all right so on the special edition of Beckett Radio at the Spring Expo here in Toronto Canada I have the pleasure uh, to be sitting next to someone who I've watched as a kid uh, and I'm super excited to talk to uh, this man right here Ferguson Jenkins uh, of the Fergie Jenkins Foundation and uh, just an all around awesome guy. Fergie, how you doing? I'm doing great. You have an all-star lineup here uh, at the Expo. Uh, Raleigh Fingers. I'm from California, so to see Bert and Raleigh here, it's great to see that. Uh, what's it like to come to the show like the Expo and, and have these guys just kind of hang out and sign uh, for the fans? 
Well, what's nice is we try to support different charities. And uh, coming here to Canada, we support the Red Cross, Juvenile Diabetes, and Cancer Research. So we try to get named individuals that people still recognize, especially that they've had great careers where they played some World Series competition. George Savala, all-time champion uh, in Canada. And, you know, Pierre Pilat was the most popular guy well before Bobby Hull got here yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. So we try to bring people on that people recognize, and they'd like to get some memorabilia for, from yeah. Now, uh, what are what have your thoughts been about the Expo this year? Have you gone around kind of checking out some of the booths? What do you think? Well, you know, yesterday you had uh, different hockey players, and today you have Paul Henderson. Yeah. So a real popular individual. Yeah. Uh, I just think that what's nice, and you had Joe Carter the other day. Yeah. Uh, I was his first roommate with the Chicago oh, Cubs really? when he first signed. Yeah. Uh, you know what's nice is that you look and see the exhibition. People have certain things on display mm-hmm. that you don't see. Yeah. From, it could be signed jerseys. Probably maybe Gretzky or Bobby Clark or yeah. whoever, Mahavalich. So that's a nice thing. People are big hockey fans here in Canada. <laughs> yeah. So that's the number one sport. Yeah. Now, uh, since we're based in Dallas, Texas, I want to get uh, a little information. What was it like to play for the Texas Rangers? And do you kind of pay attention to what's going on down in there? Yes. Yeah, so, well, my se- first team I, I got traded to was the Cubs. Second okay. team was the Texas Rangers. All right. I went down there, and Billy Martin was the manager. Oh, nice. And I was fortunate enough to, to pitch well. I won 25 games for the Rangers yeah. when they were in the old Turnpike Stadium. <laughs> yeah. It was a small ballpark yeah. right along the highway. A lot of home runs being hit. Yeah. And it was warm. Yeah. I pitched a couple of games, 102 degrees. I don't know Saturday afternoon do games, <laughs> yeah. and I enjoyed the, the part of just going out there and competing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I really enjoyed my six years there. Yeah. Let's talk about the Chicago Cubs. Obviously, Chris Bryant is is the man everyone's watching. What do you think about Chris and his game? And do you think the Cubs finally have what it takes to get over that hump and hopefully get a World Championship? Well, the first time in about five years, they had a good April. Yeah. Uh, they were thirteen and eight, which. Generally, they were like two and nine to start off the season. <laughs> yeah. Really terrible. Yeah. But they really started really good in, in April. I think that's a, a big plus. Chris Bryant, great young ball player. Yeah. Uh, if he stays at third base, mm-hmm. he could be a big asset. Yeah. He's a home run hitter, power hitter, RBI individual. He's six four, six five, playing third base. That's a, a tall individual. I thought maybe first base, but you got Rizzo over there yeah. at first. So maybe an outfield position. Yeah. But they've got some good young players. Mm-hmm. They're really playing good. They got a new manager and mm-hmm. Joe Madden. Yeah. And uh, new general managers, things mm-hmm. like that. And I think that's what helps the ball club because if you're going to start winning, you got to start from the top down. Yeah. Which is every organization has done that. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Uh, Baltimore. I, I just think that uh, the way baseball is really, really caught on, a lot of these young players can really play. Yeah. Like I said, I, I'm from California. I'm a huge Giants fan. What do you think about the Giants? Uh, the, it's an odd year, so you know the history says that they're not even going to make the playoffs. What do you think about the Giants and Bruce Bochy's team? Well, they win, they get into the wild card, yeah. and they've been very fortunate to win the World Series yeah. and played really well. Yeah. And I just think that They got off slow, but uh, who knows? They've got the clientele to really pick it up. I think Kane is hurt again, and they were hoping he was going to step up and really do well for him. So they've got to, I think, really research their minor leagues again and bring people up that's going to fill a gap. But uh, they've got a great organization. Bruce Bochy, I played against him a little bit uh, as a catcher. But I I just think that he's done a great job. One year he's manager of the year. Yeah. And to win the three World Series in five years, that's I think that's outstanding. Yeah. With Beckett, uh, whenever you were playing, obviously we have all your cards priced. Now, uh, I've always wondered, do players really look into that? 
with the pricing they they kind of check your magazine out to see the pricing or, or is it just kind of another thing out there i think when i played the there was always a Beckett book in the clubhouse, so yeah. you could check cards. Mm. Mickey Mantle at one time was the most, yeah. along with DiMaggio. And now it's guys that are still alive. Mays' card is still worth quite a bit of money. Yeah. Uh, Musial, who just passed away, his yeah. card's worth a lot. But I, I just think you look, and rookie cards. Of course. I don't know if you can find Jeter cards around anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. he was quite a rookie. Yeah. You know, and at one time it was Reggie Jackson's rookie card. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think that the rookies that come on and really do a great job, uh, and, you know, it, it could be Trout right now yeah. <laughs> because this guy has really done a, a great service to baseball. I mean, he is going to be the next Jeter, I think. Of course. Yeah. Guy's pretty wholesome. Mm -hmm. He's pretty clean cut. Yeah. Does and plays the sport the right way. So I just think that people will take that to, to heart and, and try to find a baseball card. And it, it could be worth a lot of money. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, what, what's kind of the future plans for, for your foundation? Is there any anything that you're planning on uh, for the expo or maybe a couple other shows here in the work? Well, we've had the foundation 19 years wow. and had all the major sponsors. We had Continental first, and they joined with United. United flies all our players. Yeah. We've had uh, M&M Meats, uh, Waste Management, American Express still does some work with us. And we have a bunch of golf shirt uh, companies that supply golf shirts uh, when we have our, our golf audience. We have three a year, okay. two in Canada, one in, in Arizona. So yeah. I'm hoping that they will continue to, to uh, be some of our sponsors because we try to bring in the right players. Mm -hmm. We try to go to all-star games either in the minor leagues or the big leagues. And we try to just let people know that the foundation is supporting Certain charities, like I mentioned earlier, from the Red Cross, mm -hmm. JDRF, Make-A-Wish, Breast Cancer. We do Wounded, wounded Warriors. Nice. So we're, we're all over the spectrum, and we try to support these different charities. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's always great seeing guys like yourself do great things with foundations. And, uh, I mean, the Red Cross is such a big organization, and, you know, uh, they always need help. And it's always great to see people help out. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun that you could see guys like Raleigh Fingers come out and, you know, he's got his mustache and, and all that good stuff. But thank you so much, Fergie, for uh, taking the time. I know you're super busy, so I'll let you uh, go back to work. But thank you so much. All right. It's a pleasure. And hope to see you in the next month or so. All right. We appreciate Fergie Jenkins for coming on the show. And uh, hopefully in the next couple shows at the Spring Expo or the Fall Expo, maybe the National, we'll get him on again. Maybe talk a little shop with some baseball, see how Chris Bryan is doing with those Cubs. And, uh, and see what happens. But let's keep this train rolling and go over to Upper Deck. And Diane Hatley of Upper Deck, she came on, I think, on Sunday and talked a little hockey, little expo, and, and just had a lot of fun uh, talking with her. So uh, take it away, Diane. All right, so we're here at the Toronto uh, Spring Expo. Almost said fall. It, it is the Spring Expo. And uh, lots of things happening. And we have Diane Hatley of Upper Deck here. Uh, Diane, how's it going? Great. How are you? I'm all right. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm ready to go home, uh, sleep in my own bed, and have some uh, Texas barbecue. Uh, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. It's been a blast here at Toronto. Uh, this is my first expo. It's my first time in Canada. And I just want to get your just response on how has the show been, uh, not just for Upper Deck, but for you personally. Uh, it's terrific here. We always enjoy coming here to the expo, both the spring and the fall. The turnout is phenomenal. Of course, the weather is unseasonably warm here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think a few people stayed home and enjoyed the weather, but yeah. um, 
still a terrific turnout here. Yeah. Yesterday was hopping, you know, start to finish, and uh, we're having a lot of folks come by our booths for some amazing promos we got going on. Yeah, so let, let's kind of dive into those promos. Uh, you guys were handling uh, Redemption uh, Raffle, is that correct? Yeah, we've got a couple different promos. For those that buy a box of certain product from one of our certified diamond dealers, mm -hmm. and we easily identify them with a giant yellow balloon we have floating above their booths. Yeah. You buy a box of either uh, Series 2 hockey, Blue Showcase hockey, uh, ice hockey or OPG Platinum Hockey, all from this year, 1415, and you get a little redemption certificate. You come with your box of product, your certificate to the Upper Deck booth and break it, and you get a special priority signings card. It's a guaranteed auto card. Uh, the cards are random, and there's terrific names uh, of signers in that set. There's Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Philip Forsberg, Connolly, Brent Burns. There's just some, some terrific names. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's great checklist. Some are uh, shorter print than others, but yeah. folks are really enjoying getting that specialty um, item for cracking the box. And we do have a similar program with the case breaks. If you do the same thing with a case, you'll get two of those priority signing cards as well as one raffle ticket. Mm -hmm pulled out of a bag that corresponds to the raffle items in our case and those raffle items have consisted of anything from a single sign card to a dual triple or quad sign card we've had some memorabilia items we had a couple sticks signed by uh, Druin mm -hmm. and Darnell Nurse we had a couple of oversized draft board tickets signed by a whole handful of rookies from the Philly draft a couple years back and uh uh, some other memorabilia, oversized Gretzky pieces. The single cards were signed by Gretzky or you know, all, all the good names. So yeah. some terrific case breaker prizes yeah. as well as box break. Now, I, I just want to uh, just, we'll, we'll step away from the show just for a minute. What is it like working for a car company like Upper Deck? Oh, it's terrific. We all do a variety of things there. A little bit of bum and be on our own job. And, and it's terrific. I mean, I'm... I'm I'm in sales. I sell to hockey card stores in North America. Yeah. But to be able to come to a show like this um, and, and other things, we've got lots of stuff that we do uh, out in society. We've got our random acts of kindness that we've been doing. Uh, and that's where we, we hear somebody's either maybe overcoming a struggle or giving back to a charity and um, you know folks are we either find folks or they're recommended to us and we surprise them with a nice little mail day where they get some upper deck swag maybe some cards and uh, you know it's just our way of giving back to society yeah it's the 25th anniversary of upper deck this year uh, and you guys have been doing so much and it's been great uh, to see that all over social media and shows I remember at the national y'all had a big cake Yes. Uh, and that was uh, not only awesome to see, but very yummy, too. I love cake. Uh, but next year is going to be kind of a special year for you guys as well. You want to explain uh, what's going on next time? Sure. Uh, yeah, it's our 25th anniversary this year of Upper Deck. We started in 89. Mm -hmm. uh, next year, however, is 25 years of hockey. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure we're going to be doing some similar promos with 25 years of hockey, yeah. as well as the 25 years of Upper Deck uh period yeah. and with the 25th anniversary we've been doing a lot of extra things we've hosted some silver celebration parties out there at uh, when we go into town to do a show or the draft or the, the all-star game any of the expos we we uh, try to you know hit an area and we host a party i i hosted one on uh, wednesday night out in brampton at cardboard memories so we had about maybe 75 to 100 people turn out oh, i had wow. a whole 
grouping of pricing. Um, you know, there's pizza, pop, and um, you know, lots of fun to be had. And uh, folks are are really liking these parties that we come out and, yeah. and throw, and it's, yeah. it's fun for all. Well, you know, with next year, so it's going to be the 25th uh, anniversary for hockey, and what better way to celebrate that than to have one of the highly touted players of Connor McDavid becoming uh, a rookie next year that's that's going to be huge and so i expect everyone to to just be upper deck crazy next year because everyone wants to get that young gun card of Connor mcdavid uh and yeah let, let's just kind of wrap things up and uh is there anything going on uh just in the next couple months with upper deck some of the upcoming product that we have coming is UD masterpiece hockey which is coming on may 13th and after that we've got lots of other product coming this year we've got sp authentic hockey UD premier hockey ultimate collections hockey of course we'll have the cup hockey coming out everyone loves that and um already we've announced for next year mvp hockey and op chief hockey are the first two products that dealers already have information on that those are coming and of course more will be coming down the pike we of course are the exclusive uh, nhl trading card licensor so we've got lots of neat product yeah. high end low end everything in between for all collectors of all ages to get yeah so yeah definitely get your hockey products with upper deck uh it's fantastic cards and the upper deck is what brought me into the hobby you know that's what got me going so i have a uh, ton of respect for Upper Deck and all you guys over there. So, uh, Diane, thanks so much for coming on, and uh, we appreciate it. And we'll hopefully see you uh, in the fall uh, celebrating uh, some, some fun memories here in Toronto. So thank you. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Take care. Great stuff from Diane. We appreciate it. Uh, always a fan of Upper Deck and, and what they do over there in California. So uh, check them out. Uh, they have a great blog, UpperDeckBlog.com. Obviously, you can uh, check them out on social media. They're always on Twitter and Facebook, so check them out. A lot of cool stuff going on with them. We also have hockey editor here at Beckett Media, Stephen LaRoche on. Uh, we had him on first at the Toronto Spring Expo. He, he did a great job covering the event, and he's going to have a lot of good, interesting things go on on his Twitter, as well as the upcoming hockey issue, so check that out. But uh, yeah, take it away, Stephen. All right, so uh, we're here at the Toronto Spring Expo, not the Fall Expo, uh, special edition of Beckett Radio. I'm Derek Ficken. With me is Stephen LaRoche, uh, Beckett hockey editor and uh, awesome Canadian. How's it going? It's going quite well. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your first trip to Canada. I almost didn't make it. Uh, it was very scary, but I'm here. And no, I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun, but I'm just ready to get this show started. Oh, absolutely. I think we're about half an hour away, and uh, we've already had people here at the Beckett booth clamoring for grading and for <laughs> magazines, so yeah. it's not a bad thing. And and we're uh, sitting right next to the autograph uh, booth. Fergie Jenkins is right across from us, and AJ Sports World, all their autographs are going to be going on. So that's going to be exciting to see all the players and stuff. Absolutely. Um, what, what's kind of the, uh, the guy you want to hopefully get an autograph from? For me, actually, it's it's kind of interesting. There, the expo brings in uh, customer appreciation signers, and on Sunday, Ralph Backstrom will be here. Okay. Now, Ralph Backstrom may be familiar to hockey fans, but Ra- what's interesting about him is that he was one of the people that developed rollerblades in the really? 1970s. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's something you don't hear every day. It, it really isn't. He this this is a guy who was. NHL Rookie of the Year, uh, won numerous Stanley Cups with the Montreal Canadiens. He was part of the the, the five-in-a-row dynasty. He didn't okay. play all five of those seasons, yeah. um, but he was also part of the, the quiet dynasty in the late 60s. 
uh, he was tr- traded to L.A., and one, once he was in L.A. in the early 70s, he wanted to do dry land training during, during, the, during his downtime. Mm-hmm. Well, what does he do? He works with somebody to develop rollerblades or a prototype thereof. Yeah. And that, re- that was a revolutionary idea. Yeah. It's too bad he d- it wasn't patented. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, uh, this show is completely different than The National. Absolutely. I was expecting something like The National. And, I mean, it's, it's a big setup here. Um, but it's not your normal card show. What what should people expect coming to Toronto uh, for their first time for this show? Uh, they should be expect to basically be overwhelmed to start. <laughs> um, my first expo was back in 1992, uh, and it was just this revelation of sorts. It was it was a bigger show then, but then again, it was a bigger industry then. Mm-hmm. So for me to to be a regular at the show, I've probably attended at least 30 of them over mm-hmm. the years. Um, you, you see plenty of people coming for the first time, bringing, or they haven't been here in years and bringing their kids who are just wide-eyed mm-hmm. at the prospect of finding a great piece of sports memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for me, it, it's got, it's, there's one thing that I advise everybody, wear comfortable shoes. <laughs> I, I think that, uh, that's a, a guarantee or, or a requirement is shoes and maybe a, uh, a little sack yes. to, to, to put stuff in and definitely water. Well, definitely water. The concessions are a bit pricey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just had the worst pizza pizza I've ever had. Oh, nice. uh, so, but, you know, hunger rules. Hey, man. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing is, is that um, you can come by the Beckett booth, gra- grab the, one of the latest issues, and we'll give you a bag. And, yeah, it, we'll give you a bag. We'll give you two. How about that? We'll give you two. I don't know. That's pretty extravagant. That, that might be. <laughs> but you never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, no, this is a great show. I mean, it gives you an, an opportunity to interact with the manufacturers. It gets you to come over and say hello to us here at Beckett uh, to talk about it, issues in the hobby. What, whatever. I mean, I'm here to, to, to have a, an open ear mm-hmm. and listen to what people have to say. Yeah. Uh, you know, knowing more about the hobby and what people are thinking, that's, that's what helps make our magazine better. No, go ahead. Uh, and then... Um, you know, there's the opportunity for them to meet dealers that they have they they may not be able to access normally. Yeah. Um, to hunt down that obscure card that they're looking for yeah, that exactly. that is the biggest yeah. thrill for me is to find something that I just haven't been able to find some yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, and you know, with me, it's I love coming to shows because you can talk to the people who uh, are the ones that are getting our magazines, that go to Becca.com every day, that want to talk to us, but they just can't because we're behind a computer in an office or wherever, you know? Well, exactly. I mean, myself, I mean, I always, you know, at the end of every article I put on Becca.com, it's like, email me, hit me up on Twitter. You know, I'm I'm always willing to talk hobby, so. Yeah, and I think that's important, especially for editors, because... You never know when you can get a story out of a conversation from some random person. Absolutely. You know? um, let, let's talk about next year's expo, uh, even though it's, uh, or I'm sorry, next, this upcoming fall. Yes. Because Connor McDavid is Mr. Hockey upcoming, really. Well, he, he's the, the next generational superstar yeah. for the NHL. Uh, the July, uh, pardon me, the next, the June issue mm-hmm. of Beckett Hockey will have to- Connor McDavid on the cover. Okay. Um, which I think. W- is something that you know we probably could have done a few months ago, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know th- thing, things come up in the hobby and that sort of thing. But will will he be in the NHL uniform? Uh, no, he's in an Erie Otters uniform on the cover. Okay. Obviously, he can't wear an NHL uniform until, uh, until yeah. he's drafted. And I'm an idiot for that. Ah, no, it's it's all good. It's all good. Uh, 
the thing is, is once he's drafted, there you go. He's on the cover, yeah. believe me. Well, what do you expect for him and maybe a dark horse for next year's draft? There's a guy who might not be you know, well-known or isn't getting as much publicity as someone like Connor McDavid. Um, it's interesting. There, there's 210 players drafted every year. Uh, not every one of them is ever going to make the NHL. Um, and that's just a fact. Yeah. Um, I've been paying a lot of attention to the, to the potential first-round guys. I've been watching a lot of OHL hockey this year. The guy I really enjoyed uh, watching the most was Mitch, Mitchell Marner, who, who was a, is a high-visibility prospect. But I think whoever ends up getting this kid is, is going to get a star. Nice. Uh, any hope for San Jose Sharks fans out there? Because this year was, uh, uh, to, to, to be nice, uh, it was rough. It was it was brutal. <laughs> yeah, you know when when a star player is calling out the GM, there there's an issue. And yeah. you know what, Doug Wilson is has a great hockey mind. Yeah. he really does. Um, he surrounds himself with a great staff there. Yeah. things you know, uh, the core of a team sometimes ages. Uh, you know, sometimes things don't work. Injuries play play yeah. a fact. Yeah. There's so many things. Like Thomas Hurdle did not have the best year. I mean, no. that doesn't mean we should totally write him off at this point. No, yeah. You know, it's like it's only his second year of, of trading yeah, cards. Exactly. So. I'm am still blaming Dustin Brown on Thomas Hurdle's uh, mistakes and mishaps because he uh, he did he did him dirty. I, I don't. I yeah. I'll, I'll keep it at that. <laughs> well, we, we can keep it at that. Yeah. But, you, you, you know, the thing is, is that uh, the Sharks still have so much great talent. Yeah. And once things start rolling for them again, it, it maybe I don't think it'll be a long rebuild. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I think it's created. going to be a quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. Yeah, I mean, you know, with, with Patty and uh, Jumbo, I think those guys, unfortunately, are nearing the end of, of their tenure with San Jose. It's unfortunate. I love watching them, especially Marlowe. Uh, he's seriously a staple with San Jose, but if it's not working, you got to, you know, it's a business, yeah. you know. And, that, and that's the bottom line. The guys age. I mean, you look over the years, uh, there's guys who will finish out their career, you know, maybe one or two seasons somewhere. And it, it, it's kind of sad for the guy, it, what gets for fans because we think, we think of a guy like Steve Shutt, who was a powerful left wing, great scoring guy for the Canadians in the 70s. Well, where did he finish out his NHL career? In Los Angeles. Really? Yeah, just wow. briefly in Los Angeles, but traded back to the, the Canadians, which was funny, but I don't think he played another game for the Canadians wow. once he was traded back. Yeah. But it's it's like you think of Guy Lafleur. Uh, Guy Lafleur, you know, you don't think of him as a Nordique or a Ranger. You yeah. think of him as a Canadian. Yeah. 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 You know, that's really interesting, and uh, it's just awesome to, to follow that stuff, you know. Um, but let, let's kind of wrap Let's wrap it up. Why not? Um, what uh, what what should people? Why should people come to the Beckett booth? Let's just finish that up. For the sheer entertainment factor. For, to to see Bill Dumas and his greatness. Yes. How about that? Absolutely, it's true. <laughs> well, Stephen, if you want to uh, give everyone your Twitter handle and all that stuff. Sure, it's uh, Stephen S T E P H E N underscore La L A R O C H E. And that's where you're going to find me on Twitter. Cool. Well, uh, we look forward to seeing the upcoming hockey issue. Johnny Hockey is on this month's cover, correct? This month's cover. Okay. Um, did a great interview with him. Uh, you know, the, thanks to the Calgary Flames PR team who nice. uh, were able to set set me up with him. Also, uh, Aaron Eckblad's profiled in okay. there in there too. So, nice. uh, you know, we're we're trying to get as many uh, as strong a mix as possible of retired and current NHL players. Or again, during the summer months, it's not so easy to get the current guys. Mm. 
But uh, in upcoming issues, I've got uh, interviews in the bank with Ron Duguay, who was a star with the Rangers in the in the 1980s, late 70s, early 80s. Okay. Who was also big in the Club 54 scene. In that, in that, uh, you know, at one time he was married to a supermodel. So. There you go. And uh, we've also got uh, another interview banked with Lanny McDonald, a Hockey Hall of Famer, who's chairman of the board of the Hockey Hall of Fame, actually. And uh, he gives us the origins of his legendary mustache. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely look forward to that. Uh, Steven, we'll see you around. uh, Everyone who is at the expo, come by the Beckett booth. And, uh, yeah, have some fun. Pick up a magazine, too. All right, Stephen, thanks so much. Thank you. Well, let's head it over to Andrew Goldfarb of AJ Sports World. He had a great lineup of autograph guests the whole weekend. I mean, he had Joe Carter, uh, Mick Foley, you know, Mankind. Uh, I, you know, the list goes on and on. Paul Henderson, uh, you know, I, Johnny Bauer. I, the list was crazy this this past weekend. So it was a lot of fun. Got got some autographs. And uh, Andrew kind of describes what was going on throughout the week and uh, any special plans for the future. So here it goes. So uh, I'm here at the uh, Sports Card Expo here in Toronto, uh, the Spring Expo, and I'm here with Mr. Andrew Goldfarb of AJ Sports World. Andrew, how's it going? Doing good. So this is my first time in Toronto, and it's been a blast, and the show is amazing. Uh, It's great to see uh, hockey be so uh, vibrant in a community, because I'm a basketball guy, but I love hockey, and everyone here is a hockey fan, a fanatic, really. Uh, But let's just talk about the show. What's it been like this whole weekend for you guys? It's been a busy show for us. Mm. Had some really good guests out, and so far we've had good lineups. Yeah. So, like you said, you had a great lineup. Who's been uh, the best... I guess most exciting person that you've worked with this weekend. Well, for me personally, it's Joe Carter. Of I was course. a big Blue Jay fan, and I remember where I was in 1993 when he hit the home run. Yeah. Uh, for the crowds, hockey's still the number one draw, and mm-hmm. Frank Mahovlich, who's one of the best Maple Leafs of all time, mm-hmm. did his first signing here in at least 10 years, and he was busy all day yesterday. Yeah. What's kind of been the big draw uh, outside of the autographs here? Uh, what's been the big draw for the expo uh, other than just hockey in general? For us personally, we really focus on the autographs. What's so what I am aware of what's going on. But I know that for the show and for the fans, they love the promotions done by the card companies, the, the draws and getting a chance to see what's out there and what's new. Now, next, uh, I guess, the upcoming fall show, it's going to be, well, it's going to be big because it's the 25th anniversary, obviously, but Connor McDavid is the the man everyone's talking about here. Uh, what's it going to be like in, in November uh, with the NHL draft? I mean, Upper Deck Young Guns is going to come out, so it's going to be crazy. Uh, but for you guys specifically, what's it going to be like? Well, we wrap him in the autograph world. We have an exclusive agreement, so mm-hmm. we're looking forward to next season. But for the show itself, uh, I think what's going to be the biggest thing about Connor and what is his impact on the hobby will be the card industry mm-hmm. and how you know how big the cards get when there's an impact rookie of his caliber. And mm-hmm. the last time we really had one was the Ovechkin-Crosby yeah. dual year, which was great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and there hasn't been a you know a hype in the yeah. hockey card industry since then. since then the same way. Yeah. Now uh, one final question. I, I want to get your take on the uh, the playoffs so far. How's it been compared to previous years? Who are you looking for to, to win it all? I, I'm a fan of Tampa this year. Really? So, yeah. Okay. Um, we root for players, and we work with more than we work for te- root for teams. Yeah. And for who's left in the playoffs, we just did a signing with. Uh, the three big Tampa mm-hmm. players, Stamkos, Kucherov, and Tyler Johnson. Mm-hmm. So we've been 
their stuff's been very popular with Tampa having a run and yeah. great guys to work with, so it's hard not to root for them. Yeah, well, uh, unfortunately, my Sharks uh, didn't do well this year. Uh, it would have been nice to see them, but first time since 0203, they didn't make the playoffs. So hopefully next year it might be different. But uh, probably a time for a little change. Yeah, San Jose. <laughs> I, I, uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Andrew, I appreciate you uh, you spending a little time with us, and uh, thanks so much. Thanks for having us. On. Well, special thanks to Andrew for coming on quickly to talk about all that is going on with uh, AJ Sports World. Uh, we really appreciate it. We'll have you on again soon. All right. Last but not least, the man, the myth, the legend. Al Sinclair of the Toronto Expo. Luckily, you could tell by uh, the difference in sound quality that we went to a private meeting room uh, above the Expo to uh, to do the interview. So it's a lot quieter. It's a lot calmer uh, other than the other interviews, which you have a lot of noise in the background. It was a little bit harder to concentrate with the other three interviews, but we made it work, and Al Sinclair is a great guy, just a, just a uh, down-to-earth person. He was extremely busy, and he was a little sick at the beginning of the show. So uh, maybe he got me sick. Maybe maybe I should talk to him about that. <laughs> but uh, no, he was great. Al, I really appreciate you coming on the show. And we'll have you on again soon to talk about the Fall Expo. But uh, yeah, take it away, Al, and uh, here it goes. All right, so on this special edition of Beckett Radio, uh, live in Toronto, Canada, I am sitting alongside Al Sinclair of the Toronto Expo. Uh, right now, it is the Spring Expo. Uh, and the Fall Expo in November is going to be a big one, but we'll get to that later. Uh, but let's talk about this Spring Expo. This is my first Expo. I'm uh, just in awe. Uh, this is uh, my second big show. I went to the National, and I was kind of expecting a little bit of the National, uh, but this is something t- completely different. Uh, for people who haven't been to the expo uh, and they expect the national, what is really the main difference between the two? I think probably at the expo it's because we're so hockey orientated in Canada that it's pretty much a hockey only show with the dealers and it really represents just about every collectible that ever been manufactured or made in the world for hockey's here on the weekend. Yeah. Now, I just, a personal opinion, you're a hockey fan. What do you think about the playoffs so far? I know Toronto, uh, unfortunately, hasn't had the best of luck. But are you are you pulling for any other hockey teams this year in the playoffs? I mean, being a, a hardcore Leafs fan, yeah. you know, but we didn't expect much from them as a city. We're pretty disappointed in at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, we pretty much got to go with Montreal now and pull for Montreal. I okay. mean, I, I don't know how far their legs will carry them. They're not a, a huge team mm-hmm. stature-wise, but they play with a lot of heart, and they're a good hard team. Yeah. You know? Carey Price does it for them. We're good. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, I'm, I was born in the San Jose area, so I'm a Sharks fan. Uh, and I've seen a couple jerseys around and stuff, but uh, you know, it's, it's great to see uh, a place like Canada be so uh, diehard about a sport, uh, be so positive about a sport, and, and just be uh, behind it. Uh, I think it's important, not just for sports, but for trading cards, you know. You need to have that diehard fan base uh, to keep the hobby alive. And, you know, there's, you know, just seeing, looking out the window, everyone here is a diehard collector, you know, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the one thing that's that's good about Canada is, I mean, we've got hockey history in the Toronto area that probably runs back way over 100 years now. Of course. So, 
we have the fan base. I mean, that's the nice part about the show. If you collect tobacco cards and mm -hmm. hockey cards from 1920, yeah. they're here. Yeah. Right up until whatever the guys broke out of the pack this morning at exactly. 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's on the floor here. So people know when they come here, they're going to get what they want. They're going to be able to suss it out and find it, which is really important. Yeah. Now, uh, let's go to the Fall Expo coming up in November. Uh, it's a special one. Uh, it's going to be the 25th anniversary. Uh, what uh, what should we expect as uh, fans uh, coming to Toronto in November for the for the big special anniversary? Um, we've already been in discussion with some of the manufacturers about putting out something special for the show. Okay. I mean, it's nice that they'll support us as well as the show has been supporting the hobby for the last 25 years too. Yeah. Um, it's kind of not surprising to me at this point, but earlier on, everybody told me this was going to be a fad. Mm -hmm. And I'd be lucky if the show lasted five years. <laughs> so now we're on to you know 25 years, and we're still getting people that uh, we still have dealers come from Europe mm -hmm. to come over to Canada to buy and sell and trade hockey cards and yeah. fly in from all over the world to buy stuff. Yeah. Now, is there one memory of the past 25 years that you can recall of of just uh, just smiling, you know, and and just you know thinking about that memory? Is is there something near and dear to your heart about that? Well, I think there's a couple things. One was. Um, at one point, I got to sit in my office upstairs and have an hour-long conversation with Gordy Howe. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was, like, really cool. And I remember sitting there thinking, it's like, he's kind of like my dad, but it's Gordy Howe, <laughs> yeah. you know? And we talked about pretty much everything but hockey. And yeah. it was really nice. It was a nice time to spend with him. Yeah. And I think that over the years, I don't really, and now when I think back, I really have to start to appreciate the number of these great guys that I've got to meet over the years and mm -hmm. how freaking lucky I've been. Yeah. You know, and, and it's uh, it's interesting to see you. Uh, you are an extremely busy person throughout the, the, the show, and I bet you're extremely busy uh, before the show and after the show. It, you know, it's a, it's a lot of work, but uh, to see you walk around, I mean, you are extremely dedicated. Uh, this seems like your baby. Uh, and I mean, it's 25 years. It's it's an adult, you know. How how have you seen the growth from from the first year to now? How proud are you to see this show as it is today? I think it's amazing. You know, when I look at the first show, it was predominantly new wax, mm. and it was back in the early 90s. And the, you know, every there was 10 guys producing cards. There was wax everywhere. <laughs> And now you see, I mean, I still have some of the same dealers that mm -hmm. were at the first show here, probably maybe 20 or 25 of them. Yeah. And I see where the industry's matured and spread its wings and it's expanded into the autographs and the magazines and all the other aspects of the business are here now. And that's what's made this the show live is because it's expanded so far mm -hmm. as to what's available here. Yeah. And, you know, going back to your uh, meeting with Gordy Howe, I, uh, Fergie Jenkins came over. His booth is right next to us. And he was looking up his uh, rookie card in our Beckett's. And he was wondering about that and he couldn't find it. And, you know, just to be able to say, Ferguson Jenkins is looking at a, a magazine of ours, you know, about his freaking rookie card. It's, I will never forget that. You know, it's, it's something that not a lot of people get to, um, to be a part of. And it's something special, you know. How has the reception been just by walking on the floor, seeing dealers, seeing customers? It seems like it's been a successful show and a positive show. What have, what have your thoughts been? Um, I mean, there's always going to be discontentment from of some course. of the dealers. <laughs> of but generally speaking, I mean, it, it, the proof is in the pudding this morning. We sat down and we rebook on Saturday morning mm. for the show in the fall because these guys want to keep their same spots. Some of them have been in there for 15 years. Yeah. And... 
we'll walk out of here with probably 80% of our dealers will be rebooked for their spots for the fall. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a big that's a big deal. Um, now, one final question. There's a lot of memorabilia out there and autographs. Uh, and over the years, I know you've collected a lot. What is still that one maybe autograph or piece of memorabilia that you are trying to get or you really would like to have? Um, I don't think there's anything I, I personally need. I've got some stuff in my personal collection that... Um, I will never part with. Of course. Um, I got, it's called a tri-hab piece. Okay. It's Guy Lafleur, Maurice Richard, and John Beliveau. Wow. And they're all standing there in the Stanley Cups in the picture. Yeah. And it's a classic in the industry. Mm -hmm. And two of those gentlemen are no longer with us. And they were sitting at a table in front of me at my show and signed it for me. <laughs> and I walked away. And then I realized later, holy cow. You know, yeah. here's three of these guys that, you know, collectively what? 18, 19 Stanley Cups between the three of them. Yeah. And like, they're sitting there at my show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, you just kind of have to take a step back and just kind of let it all come in, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's been my problem is that I've been so busy working with Beckett grading and all that. I just haven't had the chance to just sit back and watch, you know? Uh, but hopefully I'll get to do that before the show yeah, ends. Hopefully at least they'll let you out of the booth yeah, for 10 that, minutes. Yeah, that would be nice <laughs> for a piece of pizza or something. <laughs> but I, I would just want to appreciate you uh, just as a whole, what you've done for the industry. Uh, this show is amazing. I can't wait to come back uh, for the 25th. And uh, thanks for coming on Beckett Radio. Not a problem. My pleasure. Yeah, so special thanks to all the guests that came on the show this past week in Toronto. That includes Andrew Goldfarb of AJ Sports World, Al Sinclair, Fergie Jenkins, Diane Hatley, and of course, Stephen LaRoche. It was a lot of fun talking to all of you. And it was a lot of fun just being in Toronto for the for the Spring Expo. It, uh, it was my first time in Canada. I was definitely impressed with everything that went on. Had a lot of Tim Hortons. Had some coffee, had some donuts, all that good stuff. Uh, had some poutine for the first time. That was interesting. Uh, not sure if I'm going to have it all the time <laughs> when I go to Canada, but it was definitely uh, interesting to have, and I can mark that off my list of things to try uh, going over to Canada. But, uh, yeah, I said that on, on Twitter, if you guys checked it out, I said that all the interviews were in stereo format, but luckily I was able to switch it over to mono. Uh, that's, you know, that's what happens when you, uh, have new equipment and you are not sure how exactly it works, but we figured it out and we're all good to go. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the show this week. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, going to Toronto and hopefully I'll be able to go to the fall expo for the special 25th anniversary. Maybe Connor McDavid might be there. Maybe I'll be able to get an interview. Maybe I'll be able to get a couple of giveaways, uh, with Connor McDavid. Uh, so stay tuned for that. It'll be, uh, it'll be, uh, um, it'll be a good show. Uh, so yeah, had a lot of fun. Thanks to everyone, like I said, for coming to the booth, talking to me, having having some fun with that. Yeah, it, it was really cool to see you guys out there, and, and it was really cool to see all these hockey items. I'm a big basketball guy, as you all know, but I do have a, a special place in my heart for the San Jose Sharks, so I, so I got a, a nice hockey puck and, and all that good stuff. It, it was fun, but uh, I think it's time for me to go home. I don't feel well. I might go to the doctor. 
So, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this week's show of Beckett Radio. If you have any questions or, or uh, comments or maybe some topic ideas, hit us an email, uh, radio at Beckett.com. I would love to hear your ideas and, and grow the show, you know, make it better. We're, we're all in it together. We're all having fun as we go week in, week out, and I want to make this show special. So if you guys have anything you want me to cover, people you want me to talk to, I'll make it happen, or at least I'll try my best. But send us a, a, an email, radio at Beckett.com. Always hit us up on Twitter, at Beckett Radio, all one word. We're doing special giveaways left and right. It, it's unbelievable. Uh, the, the cards we give away, the memorabilia we give away. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But next week, we're, we're going to have a great show lined up for you. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this week. But uh, yeah, I'm done. Like I said, I'm your host, Derek Ficken. Appreciate you guys checking us out. Becca Radio. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one.